Kids, this is my liver. And this is my heart. I know a lot about ALF. No, 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 no. That's where the line is drawn. Hey, everybody, Bill here. Quickly, before we start this episode, just want to apologize for the sound quality. We use Zoom. We're still in the pandemic. Sometimes we don't even know that Zoom is having a bad day until we listen back. But this is one of those times where you're going to hear some audio issues. At one point, you actually hear my voice drop for some reason, but that might be puberty. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Deluxe Edition. This is episode 26, the show where we dive into pop culture and talk about all sorts of other BS Speaking of BS, I am Bill Seabald with Casey Shearer, as always. I grew up with that those initials. Everybody thought that was really funny. <laughs> Your initials are BS, man. You know what that stands for? Yeah, fuck so That's you. not something that you just came up with? No, I didn't just figure that out. That just kind of, I'm used to that old gag. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Did you uh, get any feedback from our last show? I did, yeah, actually. Since we put our show together real quick last week, uh, we didn't have time to uh, ask our fans any questions. So after the show, I put out a post on Facebook, on our Facebook group, uh, and I asked our fans, our listeners, what movies fucked them up. So uh, just to flash back quick, I got a list of a few movies here that fucked some of our listeners up. All right, I want to see. And uh, maybe maybe uh, there's definitely some ones on here that I haven't seen that I'd like to uh, that I would like to check out. All right. So our friend uh, James Sharkey, an American werewolf in London. That fucked him up. I thought that was a great movie. That was like one of those early horror movies that I caught when it came out or just about when it came out. It was a brilliant movie. Have you seen that one? I haven't. I wonder why that fucked him up. I mean, it's not I can't remember anything too, too crazy about it who directed it? i think it was a joe Don- i think the guy who directed that right it was it was either joe dante or i'm thinking of the other guy uh ended up directing the michael jackson thriller video okay so you've seen that the yeah. quality is just as good like thriller yeah. great video nice a little movie. maybe our maybe maybe james saw when he was just a wee little baby boy yeah sure <laughs> a wee little one <laughs> All right, so uh, our listener, April Ruiz, American Psycho, and she says the book was worse. I never read the book because I can't read, but <laughs> that, that movie's a little tough to get through. We did have that problem with you. That's right. You can't read. No. <laughs> My cousin, Debbie, says The Exorcist. Okay. I think that fucked everybody up. It's one of those that it's got a little gore to it. It's got a little bit of special effects to it, but a lot of it is like psychological. It's like, okay. Is it Did anyone say Jaws? You know what? I, I'm surprised we didn't think of Jaws. Of course, I fucked everybody up. Well, Jaws is next on the list if you want to oh. let me get there. My I cousin should... Josh Luce and my friend, uh, our friend Kevin Brett, Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. 
I know that screwed my parents up because every time we go to the beach, like my mom wouldn't go in the water. And, well, yeah, I remember when we talked to Joe Alves, that was something that he was kind of upset about that he didn't that that's not what he wanted. He didn't you know, he didn't feel that it should have scared people away from the water like that. He was kind of upset. Do you remember talking about that? I don't remember. Well, what, no. What was he? He's like, that should have brought people into the water. <laughs> well, no, because they like the sharks. I guess I think they started like hunting sharks a lot more after that movie. Hmm. Something, something like that. He was, I know he was upset about something like that. Got it. So, uh, we got a few more here. Adam loose nightmare on Elm street. No, really? When I was a kid, I remember everybody talking about, I, I have this vivid memory of sitting with this kid, rich at lunch. And he was talking about the Freddy Krueger movie. And I remember thinking, this sounds awesome. I, I, I thought it sounded amazing. So when I saw it, I was kind of like, I saw the second one first, not the first one. So it's not as good. Have you seen either? Nope. The first one's like, great. You see the second one, you're kind of like, nah, it's not really that scary. The first one knows how to scare the fuck out of you. What's crazy? Do you remember what I told you last week on the podcast? I didn't get into fantasy fiction movies until after, I don't know, or I didn't get into those types of movies until a few years ago. Oh, man. You got so much time in the air flying around and all these great movies to watch. Life is good. Yeah. Life is good, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. My boss's wife, Tammy Smay, The Birds. The Birds, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. She, Black and she white. told me a story when uh, her parents said, don't watch that movie. And then they left the house. And the first thing she did was watch that movie. And she said it fucked her up. Yeah. That that one, because it was black and white as a kid, like I was like, oh, that's old. And I'm not going to watch that. I didn't watch that though. I was probably in college. And I was like, you know, it was a little too old to be scared by it. But I could see why that would screw you up. Sure. Uh, yeah. 11 year old, an 11 year old girl. You're reminding me of a time I was showing my, my son, you know, the Indiana Jones series. Have you seen all the Indiana Jones movies? Absolutely. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Remember the end? Spoilers for anybody in the world who hasn't seen. You know what? If you haven't seen it, it's on you. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. So the end when the guy's face melts. Yeah. I remember yeah. I was showing my son the movie and, you know, showing him like just the parts that I thought were okay with him. And then I got a phone call and the phone call ran a little long. And I was like, I got to get back there before the face melts. And I run back in and the faces are melting. And my little son, like he's not 10 yet, just like froze and stared at it. I, I remember running in in slow motion, going like diving in front of the TV. <laughs> so he wouldn't have to see that and be, be horrified. But I, uh, I was a couple seconds too slow there. That's great. Yeah. the I love all those Indiana Jones movies because like I said, they could have, Sort of like until like faces are melting and stuff like that, they could have happened, you know, like those types of movies, that stuff could have happened. And then you get to the, and then you get to the last one. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) makes no sense. And it's like, what the fuck? I think it's interesting that Harrison Ford does not like doing Star Wars movies. He's not into it at all. The rumor is he wanted. Han to die, Han to die in, in the one that he died in. But he loves doing these Indiana Jones movies. Like, he's like, I can't wait to do the next one or the next one or the next one. So there's going to be another one. 
Awesome. Hopefully they don't make it like the last one. Uh, that one just, that one's like a fart in church. <laughs> All right. We have uh, two more. Steve Heron, Teen Wolf. Wait a minute. Are you sure he was answering the right question? Movies that fucked you up? I think so, yeah. I look a little like the dad when the dad comes into the uh, bathroom after Marty changes for the first time. And Marty opens the door and goes, all right, dad, I'll show you what I look like. See, motherfucker. And then the dad's standing there, like, already puffed out. Do you remember that part? I look I've like... I've never that. seen it. God damn. God damn, Casey. Man. Does Marty McFly really say, motherfucker? Uh, he growls it because he's a wolf. We're going to have to... You know what? That's a good one. I'm going to have to show you that one. Maybe that's a watch-along. All right. All right. Yeah, I can't figure out why that one fucked him up. I'm sorry. We have uh, two more. All right. Mike Zellner Jr. Magic. I've never heard of it. Magic? What is magic? That is that the old cartoon? All right, hold on. I got to dig this up. 1978 film called Magic with a fucking ventriloquist puppet. Oh, this has got to be it. I'm scared just looking at this cover. Starring Anthony Hopkins and Margaret and Burgess Meredith. So it's got a great cover. Oh, that's great. Great. Yeah. Richard Attenborough direct. This one's just completely not on my radar. Anything with Burgess Meredith is fucking wonderful. All right. Who was that to send that one in? That's Mike Zellner Jr. Thank you, Mike. I'm going to be watching me some magic because that looks goddamn horrifying. It's anything with a puppet. Have you, have you seen Poltergeist? No? Hmm. Nope. Have you seen anything with puppets that come to life? Uh, probably. I don't know. Have you seen the Muppets? They, they're puppets. They come to life. <laughs> yeah, anything with puppets and evilness. Muppets aren't, Muppets aren't creepy. Yeah, some of them are. You seen Gonzo? What the fuck is Gonzo? Gonzo's a little creepy. All right. Our last one for this segment, for our flashback to last week, Kristen Rose, Return to Oz. Oh, man. All right. I kind of remember that. That that was probably more of a – it's kind of like a like Time Bandits was for me. It's not that scary, but at the right age, it'll scare you. Return to Oz. They have Farouz and Balk playing uh, Dorothy. I remember it being a little creepy. Ah, oh, man, I forgot about that movie. I want to watch that again. I don't remember that one at all. All right, bud. So that's, uh, that was our flashback to last week. All right. I got to say, it was funny, man, because if you remember what I talked about last week, it was uh, how I was so freaked out about uh, Time Bandits. I remember at the end, I said, there's a scene where the parents touch this thing and they, they explode. And then I said, yeah, I'm not even sure it really happened. I might have imagined it. Right. So the other day, these fucking phones or something, the universe is listening because I'm randomly searching on YouTube. Just let's see what videos are queued up for me. And, you know, the, the thumbnails, they play a, a short animated, you know, segment of the video. Right. Yeah. If the video is 100 minutes long. It's going to take four seconds and find those four seconds. I just spin them. Uh, you know, just like rotate the, uh, the images so it kind of looks like an animation. God damn it. If it wasn't that scene. I watched the parents touch the shit and explode. I'm like, of every piece of content in the world, that little tiny three-second scene had to be right in front of my face. It just I mean, that's a, the biggest coincidence ever. It just appeared. 
Yeah. And dude, right away, it gave me shivers. I, I actually, I filmed it with my phone, like an old person who doesn't know how to do anything with technology. And I put it on our group. I think you were flying. I don't know if you saw it, but I'm like, look, look, this is awful. That's amazing. I know. It's weird. Phones are listening. I'm telling you. Oh, they're definitely listening. Like, uh, we'll record a podcast and then I'll go, I'll, I'll go sit down and I'll scroll through, scroll through Instagram and there, there will be ads for AEW figures yeah. that, that we talk about, toys that we talk about, like all kinds. Of, it's weird, man. The, the industry I work in, I know about all that technology, but it's really hard to find somebody who's like, yeah, my company's one that's doing all that. Everybody's being hush-hush now. <laughs> it's almost like a weird kind of hidden black market industry, but nah, it's, it's real technology. Absolutely, man. All right, so why don't we dig into our next segment? But before we get started, Casey, we have a sponsor. We do. So we are affiliates of Jay and Silent Bob's uh, CBD products. So if you go to jsbfree.com, which is what Casey's on right now, look at this, Casey. They got a new website. Hire Hemp. It's all about the elevated CBD and CBGA content. So you want to tell everybody how to how to get the pre-rolls? Yep. Go to jsbfree.com, type in at checkout, type in the word deluxe, and they're going to give you the pre-rolls for free. However, you do have to pay $5 for shipping, but you're saving 20 bucks total. So, you know, that's kind of a no-brainer. If you want to try something like this out, you've never tasted these kind of things before, give it a shot. No THC in it, so it's totally legal no matter where you live. They wouldn't be able to ship them if there was THC. There's no THC in these folks. This is good stuff. Use code DELUXE at checkout. Pay $5. Get your pre-rolls. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, <laughs> the Bucci Bears. Yeah, the Bucci Bears. That's I don't have the website pulled up for that, but I did order some Bucci Bears. Look at yours came yeah. in, a, in a vial. Mine came in a jar. So we're going to try these out right here on air. No, I haven't had any yet. A little stuck in there. Making the noise. We love hearing banging. <laughs> They're stuck, so I got to pop them open here. Get a toothpick. There he goes. He just ate one. He's still cherry alive. Flavor. Cherry, yeah. 100 milligrams. 10 gummies in this pack for 5 bucks. Try them out. Use code ADDITION at checkout for the Bucci Bears. So JSB, JSilentBobFree.com, code DELUXE will get you three pre-rolls. If you're a real noob, pre-rolls, you light them and smoke them like a joint. Go to BucciBears.com, keyword ADDITION, and you can get the gummies for free. Very cool. All right, Casey, so... This is really, uh, this next segment's your idea. I'm not really sure what this is. You kept me in the dark. My $4 million segment. Yeah. So I'm driving along, and as most of you know, I travel for work, and I get ideas constantly, and I text Bill. And I'm like, hey, I got this idea. I want to ask you questions. Would you do things for a million dollars? And Bill's like, were you listening to Howard Stern yesterday? Like, <laughs> I haven't listened to Howard Stern in 10 years. I haven't listened to Howard Stern since Artie Lang was on Howard Stern. That's yeah. how long ago I listened to Howard. So apparently they did this segment as well. Right? Yeah, I think they just improvised it. It's just kind of something they came up with on the fly. 
All right. Well, this was definitely not affiliated. I didn't have like on my, previous, on my other podcast that I had previously that we never mentioned the names. I have directly stolen games from my favorite podcast. Tell them Steve, Dave, uh, this, I did not steal this. I came up with on my own. Uh, although I'm sure other people have done it other than Howard Stern as well, but trying to dip and dodge Stern's going to listen to this and sue you. He's going to find this podcast. Good luck. All right. All right. So I asked, this was something I did have a chance to ask our group. And uh, some of our listeners came up with questions. And uh, I'm going to start with one that your wife asked, Amy. Wait, is this just to me or is this to you too? No, no, this is just to you, bud. (laughs) My wife is a smart ass. This is, and there, there's, I mean, there's no writer. Like, I'm just going to bust your ass if you say no. Do you know what I mean? All right. Hit me. Hit me. Because I'm excited for the TV game coming up. So let's do this. Yeah, this is a game-filled show. Two games. Two big games on this one. All right. So for a million dollars, your wife, Amy, would like to know if you would strut down the boardwalk during bike week in your underwear. Oh, come on. So there's a backstory. So Ocean City, Maryland, they have bike week in September every every year. I have a Harley. I go down with a bunch of people. Just a billion Harleys out there. I was going to get into a motorcycle club. My buddy Jasper has a club. And I don't know how this happened, but I got down there. We're all hanging out. It's like 20 bikers all biking around the first day. And the second day, that was my dare. I had to put on like little pink tidy whities and, and drive down the main drag of Ocean City, Maryland with a billion other bikers, right? So I ended up getting sick that night. I don't know why I took a shower. Uh, so you got the face already that she's making and, and the reason she asked this question. I took a shower and I started to get like shivery and I was like, oh, I'm not feeling good. Then another hour went by and I was running a full on fever. So, of course, I didn't do it. <laughs> and I still have friends of this day who are like, what a wimp. What a wimp. But, like you pretended to get sick. I was fucking sick on my way home. Like I'm like, I don't even think I can ride this bike home. We stopped by one of those uh, minute clinics, you know. And they're like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Let's call it pharyngitis. And I said, oh, you think I have pharyngitis? What is that? Just call it pharyngitis. And he gave me this big-ass needle. And whatever it was went away. And I'm like, pharyngitis? I'm like, he he diagnosed me with pharyngitis is a a sore throat. Yeah, it's called being a pussy. It's called, this doctor was a quack. (laughs) Dr. Quack. He's like, I don't know. You got pharyngitis. Take this needle. Whatever the needle, whatever was in there, it cured everything. He gave you a, you just took a needle from yeah. some random. I thought he was a real doctor. I didn't know he was Dr. Quackenstein. I was able to write home. I got healthy right away. So this is why nobody believes that I really got sick. <laughs> so you rode your bike down there? Yeah. Yeah. We ride it down. It's a two and a half hour ride. It's a great. No, trip. That's not bad. That's it's not probably bad. longer than that, but it's great, great, great trip. Nice. Great trip when COVID doesn't ruin everything. Yeah. So. If you weren't sick, you would have done it. I would have done it. So you would you would do it for a million dollars? Yes, I would. I would easily do that for a million dollars. <laughs> and now I won't do it for anything less than a million dollars. All right. <laughs> All right. Your next question, sir. All right. So our I listener already. <laughs> 
Our friend and listener, April Ruiz, wants to know, would you kiss? Yeah, now, now, now this is if you were single. All right. You weren't married. Uh-huh. If you were single, would you kiss a Trump supporter or date a Trump supporter? Yeah, I could do that. Sure. You wouldn't have an issue with that? Would I have an issue? Yeah. Sure. Like, like if they were full on bore, like had the MAGA hat, all that. Describe what they look like. Come on, continue. <laughs> I mean, these, these things matter. You wouldn't have a problem with that? Well, I'm, I'm cool with everyone believing what they want to believe. Do whatever it takes to have a good time as long as it's not hurting other people. And you're getting a million bucks. And I get a million bucks. <laughs> we have right. a lot of disagreements, I think. But Oh, yeah. You'd have arguments constantly. All right. So, uh, as you know, cheap plug here, I have another podcast, On the Road with Jim and Casey. My co-host on that show, James Morganti, would like to know if you would sit through a podcast with us with Flat Earth Guru. No, 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 no. That's where the line is drawn. I can't believe your show. I can't believe you talk to people that believe the earth is flat. Who am I to say what you believe in? You're nobody to say that. But I'm somebody who can get on a plane and fly around the the earth and go, hey, this fucker's round. I fly on a plane multiple times a week, and you cannot see the curvature of, of the earth from a plane. I'm sorry to tell you that. You know where you can see it? At the proper height, which is in space. (laughs) <laughs> so you wouldn't you could not sit through one hour of conversation without argument for a million bucks oh yeah with uh with, with <laughs> jay and silent bob cbd Bucci bears <laughs> if i could just stone out sure no, I could I could sit through it. I could sit through it and shake my head and grit my teeth. Uh, Eddie, you're right. Anybody can believe whatever they want. All right. So these are some questions I came up with myself. How many did you have? I got like four more. Mm-hmm. All right, three more. I got. I actually have six more, but I can see you're upset with it. So. Uh, I'm okay. I'll I'll be all right. I don't want to be a party pooper. All right. For $1 million. Now, these are that I came up with personally. Okay. Would you scrounge around in a rat-infested garbage bag to find your million dollars? Yeah. Why not? You'd know. Like, there's definitely a million dollars in that bag. If there were snakes, I would not do it. No snakes? Snakes, I can't do. All you have to do is punch them. Punch a snake? Yeah. I don't trust anything that can outrun me and has no legs. (laughs) I was going to say, first of all, snakes don't run. Have you seen some of those snakes? They can fucking fly. They slither. (laughs) They slither really fast. (laughs) They're like cheetah speed. Snakes, I mean, they're spotted like cheetahs. They're cheetahs. They're cheetahs with teeth and no legs. They're ground cheetahs. they're, They're terrifying. Snakes are ground cheetahs. We have a bunch of uh, 
garter snakes in, in the yard. And, and anytime they shed their skin, Amy, the asshole you talked about earlier, she'll take the skin and like, she'll put it somewhere where I'll open it, you know? So if I'm in the shed, the skin will go boom, right in on me. It'll go, oh, no, 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 no. oh my God, this place is infested by snakes. <laughs> That's amazing. That's my weakness. I'm terrified of them. <laughs> I'm just like Indiana Jones. You just like him. <laughs> Goddamn clone. Spitting image. All right. For $1 million, would you eat a ball of hair oh, oh. that was just pulled from the <laughs> from the shower drain? Oh, the worst place. Oh, and the reason I ask you this is because I had to pull a clump of hair from the shower drain the other day. I've I've done that, and I yeah, and it looks like a little colony of just other dirt and grunge, and it's just like, how could something be so fucking foul? Oh no, could I eat it? You know, a million dollars isn't a lot of money anymore. (laughs) You know, now that I'm really thinking this through, no. No, I wouldn't I was do that. Thinking, like you're a pretty well established like business owner. <laughs> I should have some standards. It should be a hard no. <laughs> no, I will not eat grungy, gross hair from a drain. All right, good. I have some respect. <laughs> All right. All right, one more. I got a couple more, but we'll go with one more. Would you, for one million dollars, sleep? On a bed infested with roaches. Oh, fuck's sake. This is yours? You're sick. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I think of this shit because like, I'm, I'm in hotels all the time. And I usually stay in like Hilton Properties, which is Hampton Inns, Hilton Garden, whatever. All the Hilton Properties. Hampton Garden. Inn. Did I say that already? But last week I was in California. Two weeks ago I was in California. And you get into these small towns that don't have Hampton Inns or Hilton Garden Inns, and you have to stay at the Fort Motel. (laughs) Where it's like, boy, I wish I had my own sleeping bag right now. Right. But I remember going to Seattle, and I said, oh, you know, I want to be by the, uh, the Needle. Well, I didn't know that that part of town wasn't the best part of town, so I ended up getting a place where it's like, you go in and the sheets are stained, and you're like, oh, yeah, all right. I'm never going to stay here again. So the next year, I had to go to Seattle again. So I picked a place in a different spot. So I thought, I picked the same fucking hotel. I pull in. I'm like, oh, shit. Shit. This is the same one. And God damn it. The, uh, the sheets were stained. I was like, I can't believe it. I'm in the same room. <laughs> but yeah, man, a motel. I've done a motel. Usually it's like a motel down like near beaches. Not so bad, but. I can't imagine. Yeah, I'm not a fan of when your door opens directly to the outside. No. I'm not a fan of that. And there's always a pool right outside, and the pool's always empty. But there's always, like, meth heads in the pool, even though it's empty. Is that what they look like? Like like oh, yeah. every uh, like the vacation movies, like every, every, every movie trope where you go to a motel and it's sleazy. They're really like that? Yeah, it's exactly like that. And it's like I put my suitcase propped it in front of the door and shit like that kind of place. 
this suitcase will save my life. <laughs> All right. So for a million dollars, you would not. <laughs> We're finding out that Bill doesn't need a million dollars that bad. No, I don't think anybody needs a million dollars that bad. Hey, Have I, a little- I, I guarantee you. I know at least five people that would do most of that shit that I asked you. You see these people regularly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to find some new friends, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, most of your shit. friends are wrestlers. I'm definitely kidding. They could all kick my ass. No, nah, they don't. They don't. They wouldn't do that shit. They would do that shit just to fucking laugh at you. Just to call you a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need the money they would just do it to call you a pussy alright bud alright like that, that segment was that fun terrible let's never do it again alright everybody <laughs> send in your questions for Casey what would you do for a million dollars we're gonna get we're gonna get you back alright I'm into that I'll answer some questions alright All right. on to our main segment sir so you came up with this one yeah, I mean, this one this one was my idea, and I don't think I didn't steal it from anyone, and you haven't said that you know of anyone else that has done it. Not that I know. So uh this is something I came up with, I think. Name number two. I don't have a name for it. We'll name it later. We'll just come up with a, a name later. We're right. building this ship while sailing. What All did we right. say last week? We we're like, we don't even have a fucking agenda. You think titles matter? You think the, the name matters? We're amateurs. The segment without a title. All right. So this this little segment here is another game where I ask you questions and you answer. <laughs> All right, but this is pop culture stuff. So this is pop culture stuff. Yeah, back back to the pop culture stuff. That last one was just a little fun. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna name four television shows, and then you have to tell me which one is fake. I well, I can't say that I did it because I had I I had help. Our friend Dustin came up with the fake show. All right, all right, all right. Are we talking about a certain period in time? This is the 2000s, the 80s, the 90s. Okay. All right. No, uh, this is. I'm sorry. This is the '80s and 2000s. I have the dates. I have you ask me any questions that you have for me about these shows, and I will try to answer them to the best of my ability. I have a very short amount written for each show, so <laughs> I, I won't be able to answer too much. We have Google. We will be all right. You can't ask Google anything. What the fuck? Oh, you can't ask Google anything. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes. All right. The first show was a U.S. show that was shown on the G4 channel in 2008, where contestants ate a shitload of food, then competed to be the last one to be sick. The show was called Hurl. This isn't a real show. I watched G4. There was no Hurl show. <laughs> but what a great idea. Who came up with that? You were Dustin. That's a real show, bud. There's no way. Hurl. That was a real show in 2008 on the G4 channel. 
It didn't wow. run too long, but that was a real, real show. I think they, they were winging that like we wing our show. We need some content. Get them to puke on air. How? Make it a game. <laughs> I actually saw a really cool show last night on television. Uh, it was called Fast Foodies. Celebrity guests come in and they pick their favorite fast food restaurant and they have celebrity chefs try to mimic that exact same dish. That's interesting. Yeah, it was really cool. And then and then at the end, they take that dish and make it their own. Like the, the one that I saw last night was uh, uh, Joel McHale from Community. Mm-hmm. He his fa- he likes uh, this hot dog this hot dog place in Chicago, right? So then the chefs all made made the hot dogs exactly like the hot dogs, and then each one turned it into a different thing at the end. Like the last guy, the one I remember, he made the hot dogs into little pierogies, mm-hmm. like with all the different like stuff that's on the hot dogs, like as the relish and all that stuff. So it's pigs in a blanket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty neat show. There's so much content out there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And what's weird is even though I was a kid who watched nothing but TV and movies, at some point in about the 2000s, I, I belled. Like, I don't know anything that's been on TV since shit. Probably the 90s. I just got tired of TV. And now there's so much stuff. But I don't know. I'm trolling through YouTube watching thumbnails of the, the shit that horrifies me as a kid. All I watch is YouTube. I watch old wrestling promos from the 80s. Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson. That shit is fucking fantastic, man. Yeah. Thank so you. So good. All right. So what I just want to say, all right, you, you guessed the first one and you were wrong. All right. Let me name the other, the next three mm-hmm. and then guess at the end, which one. So we, just, we broke your game. All right, go ahead. You fucked me up, Bill. All right. Yep. So this next one. An American sitcom created by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. It starred Michael Weaver, David Hornsby, Lonnie Anderson, and John O'Hurley. It aired on UPN from September 2003 to March 2004. Its cancellation was due to poor reception, and the show was called The Mullet. No. I said yes at the end. Next show stars Tatum O'Neill and Christy McNichol. It was in 1983 and about two college-level track and field athletes trying to qualify for the Olympic Games. Tatum O'Neill is a spoiled rich girl, while Christy McNichol is a street-wise tomboy with a chip on her shoulder, driving each other to be the best, but also creating a strong friendship in the process. This ran for eight episodes in 1983. And our last one... Manimal, Simon McCorkin-Kale, and Melody Anderson featured a man who could change into any animal that he wanted. CGI was pretty costly back in 83. Poor crime fighter Dr. Jonathan Chase was usually forced into becoming either just a hawk or a panther, and the show's run was equally limited, and it only lasted for three months. All right, so we have... Manimal, 1983, The Tracks, 1983, and The Mullets, 
which ran from 2003 to 2004. And I got to find the fake one. You must pick the fake one. All right. Manimal was absolutely a show because I loved it. And even though I remember it, I think it was out at the same time, like Misfits of Science. And uh, I remember The Wizard. Uh, I remember uh, Auto Man. A lot of like bad shit came out real fast um, in the 80s. Now, the other with Christy McNichol and uh, uh, Tatum O'Neill. They were movie stars in the 80s. And you could never be a movie star at a TV star. You just weren't allowed to do that in the 80s. The other one, Tracks? No, that was Tracks. That was Tracks, yeah. And the other one was what? The Mullet. The Mullet? Lonnie Anderson, Michael Weaver, David Hornsby, John O'Hurley. Right. Remember John I, O'Hurley? I don't remember from the 80s. I remember he was on Seinfeld, I think. I'm thinking of the right guy. All right. Well, she did get her start in TV. But she was on WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm not sure it was her start, but she was in TV and went to movies. So I'm going to say Tracks is the bogus show. Tracks is the bogus show. How about it? You guys really wrote that well. You made that sound very legit. <laughs> Dustin wrote that. So is that what threw you off, that they were that they were movie stars? That's how he sniffed it out, yeah. And in, in the 80s, they that wasn't a thing. That Mullet, I do not remember. Uh, dude, what? I don't remember. I, I know Manimal only because I've heard people talk about it, but... Those other shows, like I wrote them down because I never heard of fucking Hurl or the Mullet. <laughs> yeah, Hurl got me too. I I don't know how I missed that one. There was a point where I know G four. Ah, this this could be it. So I watched G four a lot in college. Once I was out of college, came home. My home cable provider didn't have G four, so I probably missed Hurl. I don't know, you know, how I, I went through life not seeing Hurl. You know, G4 is back. They're, they're, they relaunched it. Seriously? That was yeah. a great channel. Yeah. yeah. That was a great channel. I used to love that. Uh, Ameri- uh, no, it was actually the real Ninja Warrior. Remember I'm that? Sure. Yeah. Now now there's the Americanized American Ninja Warrior. They had Attack of the Show with Olivia Munn, who turned into a, a, an actress. She was in Magic Mike and X-Men, a bunch of other movies. Yeah. The other guy was Kevin Ferrara. Ferrari. That dude was funny. That was a good show. Adam Ferrara? No, he's Adam. a comedian. Maybe Kevin yeah. Ferrara. I don't know him. There's Adam Sesslinger. He was a good, you know, he was a fun dude with a, on, on the video game front. That's yeah, a great channel. That, that really deserves to come back. I think people would enjoy that. Yeah. Especially with all the, the video game shit that's out now. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was another, uh, this, did you like that, that little game? Yeah. Is there more? Uh, well, there's no more, but I, I posted on uh, our Facebook group. If fans or listeners remember any weird shows from uh, their time on Earth, I guess. And uh, we got a couple here. Maybe you remember some of these. I don't remember. I remember two of them. Uh, That's it. I don't remember any other one. And a friend of yours wrote something uh, pretty long here. Maybe you can figure out what she's talking about. So uh, Greg Gifford remembers the Phoenix from 1982. The Phoenix. And I, I didn't I actually didn't have time to look any of these shows up, so I have no backstory to any of these. Yeah, I don't remember that one. I remember Star Blazers, the cartoon where you got the ship up to speed and it turned into a Phoenix, but I don't think that's what they're what 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 Greg means. Maybe in post production here, if you find the stuff, you can throw it up on the screen. Yeah, the Phoenix. All right. Nice one, Greg. Uh, 
Greg knows his shit. Does he? Yeah. Greg's got like eighties stuff all tattooed on his arms. Oh, nice. Very cool. All right. Uh, Brian MacArthur, Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. That's a Hulk Hogan movie, I think. No. Thunder in Paradise. No, it was about boats. It was about high-speed boats. It was Airwolf with boats. All right, I got I to gotta cheat. I do sort of remember that one. I, I, if that's what it is, I remember that one with the boats. And it had Hulk Hogan in it. Yeah. Seriously? All right. Yeah. I'm looking right at it. Uh-huh. 1994 ran one season. Oh, I gotta fucking find that. Stars Carol Alt, the supermodel, Hulk Hogan, and Chris Lemon, Jack Lemon's son. Oh, nice. Yeah, I do remember this. Nice job, Brian. Nice. All right, Jess, our friend Jess Slid Slid. I'm gonna fuck this up, Jess. I remember your your maiden name. I'm just gonna say her maiden name, Jess Durang. Alf, remember Alf? Mm-hmm. That was a sort of fucked up show. A little, he was always trying to eat the cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was from Melmac. When they from Melmac. That was a great show, though. You can find YouTube clips where it's behind the scenes of Alf, and it's the shit they really thought nobody would ever see. Because the guy that came up with the show is the guy that kind of puppeteers Alf, and he's the guy that does the voice. And I think if if I remember right, he was like a stand up comic, so he thought he was funny. And I'm not going to say anymore. Everybody, just go look for it because. It, he gets racist. He gets, you know, like, it's like seeing Al say these things. It's just awful stuff. <laughs> awful stuff. Remember Willie, the, the dad? Yeah. He like, like a, a, a junkie. He got arrested. Like, there's mugshots of Willie all strung out. Like, For all, all strung out. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. That shit was trouble. They all hated each other. Wow. I know a lot about Alf. <laughs> I remember... They, they canceled the show and they never really finished it. They had this special um, kind of episode where it was like the mothership was coming and was like, is this going to be the last time you see Alf to be continued next season? And then the fucking show didn't get renewed. Oh, never found out what happened now. But they tried to make like a, a show later, you know, like 20 years later, what happened to Alf? And they, they put the show out that we fucking cared by then. I care. <laughs> I don't even remember. I, Where's I, Alf? <laughs> Did Alf ever go home? We don't know. That's a show that needs to be remade. You think? Would, you'd have to use the same Alf creature. You can't just make another Alf. No, you have to use the same one. Yeah. yeah. He's probably like a ratty old puppet, like all deteriorated. One of his eyes is hanging off like a button. Dude, let's work on back that. Back to the show. See if you can see what you can do about that. We'll call it Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Jess also said, uh, do you remember? I, I, she couldn't remember the name of it and I don't remember either. It's called, uh, or it's not called. It had, it was a dinosaur show where yeah. there was a little baby where he said, uh, not the mama. Yeah. It was called dinosaurs. Oh, uh, it was just called dinosaurs. Yeah. It was one of those. Um, it was like, it was like a Flintstones kind of yeah, yeah. Fred Flintstone type. It's like that trope. Yeah. Yeah. It's called dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah. That was a cool show. And right. the dad worked in like the lumber yard, right? Or he would chop oh. trees down. Yeah, something right. like that. <laughs> All right. So uh, Barry Norman says the show Hank. You remember Hank? Hank. Well, from what year? Hank. I have no idea. No, it might be new. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. I remember Fish. I remember Barney Miller. I'm trying to think of shows that have one name titles. Hank. All right, you got me. Let me look up Hank. I get Hank Azaria. I get Hank Williams. This is from 1965. 
Hank is a 1965 American TV show with Dick Coleman in the title row role. I wasn't born yet. Neither was Barry. How do you know about that, Barry? <clears throat> All right. Mike Zellner Jr., our friend, who also has a podcast. Cheap plug here. Take on the world. He remembers the show Greatest American Hero. Yeah, that was a big one. I was hooked I on it. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Nope. I've been saying to you, I want to get William Cat on the show. Yeah. It's because of Greatest American Hero. Ah. All right. So he's on that. And he basically, he's just this kind of nebbishy dude with, and you, you know what he looks like. He's got yeah. blonde curly hair. He gets a suit. And the suit was given to him by aliens. But the, the aliens forgot to give him the instructions on how to fly. So the humor through the whole show is he's, you know, as he's trying to fly and crashing into things, crashing into walls, but he's still trying to solve crimes and, and mysteries and he's buddying up with a, with a cop. Oh, it's a great show. You, you, you don't know the song? Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. That song was written for that show? I don't know if it was written for it, but it was the theme song. Okay, yeah, of course I know that song. Yeah, that's how it got popular. Well, that's that's what I like about these lists that I put out is that it gives me stuff to check out them, stuff that I don't know about. And it somehow finds that spot in my brain, unlocks it. This shit would have been lost forever. I don't know how it, it, it does it, but I love when you guys bring this shit up because I'm remembering all these things that I would have otherwise forgotten. Sure. All right. So this is your friend. Uh, maybe you can help me with her last name. Michelle Hengeveld. Hengeveld. She says... There was a show, I can't remember the name, people who had superpowers, one dude got struck by lightning, he was able to shoot lightning from his hands, do you remember this? Misfits of Science, yeah. Misfits of Science, it was, she said it was around the same time as Manimal. Yep, yeah, I think I said that earlier, but we were talking about Manimal. Oh yeah, Manimal, Misfits of Science, Auto Man, yeah, it was a really weird time in the 80s, all this weird crap came out. Nice, I, want, I hope there's a place you can find all this stuff. Hopefully people have taped it and put it up there. Yeah. And she says also the forgotten horrible movie, Super Fuzz. Super Fuzz. She loves Super Fuzz. I don't remember Super Fuzz. (laughs) All right. Steven Bahejo. Is this a friend of yours? Maybe. I don't. I'm really bad with names. Steven B-A-J-A-I-O. Yeah. Stefan. All right. What did Stefan say? (laughs) Slim, Good Bodies, Inside Story, and The Littles. Is that one title, or is that is Slim, Good Bodies, Inside Story one show, and then don't, The I Littles don't another show? I don't. The Littles rings a bell. I almost think The Littles was a cartoon. I, th- I that's what I thought too. The Littles that I remember The Littles as a cartoon. Did they have something on top of their head? Was that the was, was that those people? Oh, you're thinking of the snorks. Oh, yeah, yeah, the snorks. The Littles. All right. Stefan, you got me looking it up. The Littles. The Littles TV series ran in 1983 to 1985. Kind of remember this a little bit. Holy shit, that's going back, though. What was it? Yeah, it's just a cartoon. Oh, it was a cartoon? And and how about look look up Slim Good Bodies Inside Story. Let's see what that's all about. Uh, he got me on that one. And pronounce his name correctly for everyone. Bajayo. Stefan mm-hmm. Bajayo. Slim Goodbody. Oh, my God. I do remember this. All right. 
Oh, you, can, you, you still controlling the screen? You got to put this guy up. All right. Remember, you remember this, dude? Yep. 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 He looks I, really familiar. Well, the guy on the right looks like he's still doing this act. Who yeah. is he? Oh, I, he had, I remember there were puppets on this show. I remember feeling really uncomfortable looking at him. <laughs> I was a kid and I was like, all right, nudity is bad, but this guy's like extra naked. He's he looks, so naked you can see inside of him. He looks like someone who's famous now, though. And it looks like it came back recently because look at this. But look at this guy. He brought it back. Who's that guy? That's a fake. <laughs> That's a fake slim good body. <laughs> this is at the Carolina Theater in Greensboro, North Carolina. You can go see Slim Goodbody, the rebooted version. Kids, this is my liver. And this is my heart. <laughs> yeah, he's just wearing a unitard with body organs bedded on him. Wow. What was, and there was another one. That's incredible. Is that what he said? Uh, Slim Goodbody's Inside Story and the Littles. Inside Story. Uh, no, no. Slim Goodbody's Inside Story. That, that was the show's name. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because wow. you could see inside his, you know, get it inside. He was yeah, he, told, yeah. he told about his insides. Uh, yeah, yeah. Episode four I know, was a good one. It was about gastritis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our last one, Brad Hallbrick remembers the show Galaxy High School. Galaxy High School. I do remember it. I think I was probably outgrowing cartoons by then. Oh, it was Did another cartoon? Galaxy High School. I think it was a cartoon. I remember there was a girl who would say, gag me with a spoon, because I thought that was funny. It was the 80s. Yeah, 1986 is when that came out. So I was 11. 11-year-olds don't watch cartoons anymore, Casey. I was six. I don't remember it. So it was made by Chris Columbus. I know he's uh, he's really known for um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, um, uh, Harry oh, Potter. that Christopher Columbus. Yeah. yeah. So created by Chris Columbus and featured music and a theme song composed by Don Felder. <laughs> Don Felder of the Eagles. Shit. I want to go back and look at this. All right. Nice. Yeah, there's some good uh, good shows on this list to check out. This is fun. I hope we can do this again. Yeah. Do you like that little segment? Yeah. That was cool. Nice blast from the past. All right, bud. So uh, we'll finish up here. You said you got some. Uh, you told me. You got some letters again this week? You did get some letters again this week. I got some letters. All right. Tell tell everyone how they can send us these letters. Is this snail mail? People are sending these writing letters to you and sending them to your house? Yeah, that's exactly. No, they come to visit me. You got to knock on my door. The secret knock is uh, a shaving haircut. Shave and a haircut. And I go, today. Today. And then the letter can be read on you. Um, you go to deluxeedition.show and just send anything through the contact. Just send anything. Send me a virus. Send oh, me uh, send me your code for free Bucci Bears. <laughs> send me anything. Send Bill Mail. The segment's called Send Bill Mail. All right, Casey. Our first email is from Jim the Chimp. We have a, a fan named Jim the Chimp. <laughs> Apparently, you think he's a real chimp? I mean, that's probably like not impossible, but chimps like our show uh i want to know i want you to know i think you guys are nice oh and i like your show since you were talking about the f-13 fan films the other episode uh have you seen the michael myers versus jason movie i think they mean the michael myers versus jason fan film 
Do you no, ever see that? Yeah, there, there's one out there. There's at least one out there. Maybe somebody's made others, but it's you know, super, super good. I thought there was one being made. I didn't know there was one already made. Yeah, I, saw, I should go back and watch it. I know I saw it a few years ago. Pretty high production. How is it going with your... Uh, oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if you knew that. Did you know I'm going to be in a movie called... You announced it on the show. R- Roseblood? Yeah. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometime in March, I believe, we'll be uh, filming. And they're flying you to Oregon. Yep. Wow. No. Washington. No? Seattle, Washington. Oh. Close. I got a hotel you can stay in. <laughs> But yeah, it's a, I remember that's a really good fan film. I, I I know we've talked in the past about some of the really good fan films out there. Like there's one, uh, it's called uh, Batman Dead End, I think. You should check this one out. Because I know you like Batman. I think you yeah. like Batman. Yeah, you like Batman. I so it's Batman verse. No, I'm never going to tell you. So go see it. You're going to be like, this is a fan film. It takes some interesting turns and you're kind of like, well, that's, I didn't see that shit coming. But it's only like within 10 minutes. So it's a, it's a quick watch. Pretty cool. Oh, it's short? Yeah, very short. Cool. Uh, this one you is from Roderick. You won't want to miss this. 50 pieces of medical surgical masks, only $1.99. I think this is spam. Oh, okay. That one. Thank you, though. $1.99 masks. That's not bad. This one is from Butt Trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. This is real. This one's real. What does Casey do with all the t-shirts if he wears a new one every day? Ah, good question. Yeah, because we talked about that on the show. I throw them in the trash. What? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have uh, multiple bins that I have them in. Uh, a lot hanging in my closet. Dresser drawers. Storage units. You're going to get storage units to store the shirts. I actually, there's bins of my shirts in storage units already. Oh actually, my. that was one of the things that I was thinking about doing is going through. I'm always worried about, like, we've only done 26 shows, but I have, like, over 300 T-shirts. And I'm always like, oh, my God, did I wear this shirt already? <laughs> so, like, I'm always got like, that's my goal this weekend is to go through our 26 shows and and write down the shirts that I've worn on the show already so i don't cross you know so i don't wear them again and the kind of free time you must have why don't you just take it off and like burn it like just take it off for the night pour some gasoline on it light it on fire throw it out the window make it somebody else's problem i'm not a part of all right we got one more question casey and then we can wrap up the show uh this one is from chris marmola marmala when you guys interviewed Tom Skerritt, he said he filmed a scene at Iceman's funeral. You guys have a scoop there. I don't know if you realized that. I don't think I realized that. But now that now that he says it, I do remember there were a lot of articles about, you know, who died and who didn't die. Yeah, I, I knew it was a scoop. Yeah, you know what? I do remember talking about No one, I guess no one. I don't know why anybody doesn't care, but I, I, people should care. That's that's huge. Chris, help us send this to all the news outlets. Let's flood everybody. We have the scoop. We have Tom scared himself telling us, spoiling the movie for everybody. <laughs> Apparently it's a, it's a, it's a surprise and we just ruined it. It'll be out. What, when this year? I don't know, man. So right. many of these movies like remember black widow, the Marvel movie. I haven't even heard about that. 
since I decided not to, to launch it back then. Don't Top Gun's that. part of that. There's a lot of movies out there that, that I've just forgotten about. I'm waiting for The Many Saints of Newark. I don't know that one. That, that's The Sopranos uh, prequel. Oh, okay. My, my, my buddy, Uncle Joey, is going to be in that. Joey Diaz. Uncle Joey Diaz. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, that's it for letters. So definitely send in some more mail. We will read them. That was cool. All right, Casey. Well, All right. it's 9 o'clock p.m. I, I know you got to get up early. No, I don't. I don't have anything to do tomorrow, actually. No. Let's do another podcast. Yeah. Let's, let's rock and roll. You know what today is? Today is a very special day. Well, it was the other day. But, yeah, we're recording on your birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. That's right. It's my birthday. I wished you a happy birthday earlier. All right. Just want to make sure I, I didn't notice yours. But I did <laughs> But I did see that Richard really like sent me a, a happy birthday. He said, may the force be with you. I was like, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> what a cool dude. I love him. Yeah, he sent so, me a, a happy birthday message also. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So now's the time I'm going to go through Facebook and like everybody who said happy birthday. Just to let them know that I saw it. You know, so it's, it's called social media etiquette. Yep. You should try it. You should, you should be a little nicer on social media. Me? Yeah. I'm good. I'm very nice on social media. I'm very nice on social media. So I should have some ice cream cake waiting for me behind these walls. Nice. nice. I can hear my dogs. I can. They're, they're, they're waiting. excited. They want to have some cake with me. All right. So uh, just real quick to wrap up, everyone go to our website, deluxeedition.show. All that stuff about the uh, pre-rolls and the gummies, you can find it there on our website. And uh, we're also sponsored by uh, Instacart. You can click on our link in our website there. And also, we got some, uh, as you might have noticed, we got a new logo. We got some new stickers. If anyone would like a sticker, just hit me up. Send you a new sticker. It's got my, I wasn't happy with my face on the last one. So now, what do you think? Matches up pretty good, huh? We got a better fiber person this time. <laughs> yeah, anyone needs a logo or anything, use fiber. It's great. Pretty good. All right, buddy. All right. Talk to you next week. Talk to you next week.